You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. What other significant event happened in the Prophet's life before his marriage? We see that when it comes to the Kaaba, the Kaaba had a very special status in Meccan society, in the Arabian Peninsula and in the world at the time. The, Ma- the Kaaba was first built by who? Who was the first to build the Kaaba? Adam alayhi salam. He was the first to build it, then it was rebuilt by Ibrahim. وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ الْقَوَاعِدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ The Quran tells us how Ibrahim alayhi salam, he built the Kaaba. The first one to build it was Adam, then it was destroyed for many centuries or you know a number of years, then Ibrahim was commanded by God to rebuild the Kaaba. Now throughout the ages the Kaaba would commonly get destroyed either by floods, by wars, by maybe erosion, by fires, by natural disasters, earthquakes maybe, so it would be common for the Kaaba to be destroyed and rebuilt. This happened during the Prophet's life. When he was young, in his youth, the Kaaba, according to historical reports, was destroyed. How was it destroyed? We've got two sources that tell us how. One says there was a flood, a heavy thunder shower occurred in Mecca and it's you know in the vicinity of Mecca. And Mecca, if you've been to it, it's very hilly. You've, it's mountainous, rugged terrain. And the Kaaba is actually in a low-lying area. And there's no vegetation on the mountains. It's just, you know, barren mountains. So when you've got a heavy rain, immediately you get a flash flood. So the flood came and it destroyed the Kaaba. Or it did severe damage to its foundation. So that's one historical account. Another one says, no, actually there was a woman you know, who was doing bukhur around the Kaaba. What's bukhur? You've seen those uh, aromatic, I don't know, what, what do you call them? It's a type of perfume that you put the charcoal on to get the nice aroma out, right? What would you call that in English? Incense. Incense, a type of incense. So she was burning incense around the Kaaba. When that incense, incense sparked a fire, to the Kaaba, because the Kaaba was clothed, right? Even today, the Kaaba is not just a bare building. You have that clothing on it, that piece of cloth. So that incense, incense caused a fire around the Kaaba and it burned. So now the tribes who were in Mecca, they wanted to rebuild the Kaaba. So they said, hey, no sh- tribe should have this honor to themselves only. Let's all participate. So all the major tribes, they decided, okay, let's go and get the building material and each tribe should be assigned a corner, one of the corners of the Kaaba, let's all build it together so that we all collectively have this honor. They agreed, no problems, everything went smoothly here. Then the time came to attach and fix the black stone, the Hajar al-Aswad to the Kaaba. The black stone is a very holy stone, 
We have hadiths that this stone was actually delivered by Allah through an angel Jibra'il. He brought it down to earth, it comes from paradise, it has a heavenly origin. And the hadith says initially it was white like snow, but because of the sins of people throughout history it became black. There's an angel that is constantly standing by the Hajar al-Aswad, witnessing for those who do the tawaf around the Kaaba, they circle around the Kaaba and they do their Hajj or their Umrah and this angel will witness for you on the day of judgment that you came and worshipped Allah in this place. Yes, that's why if you see for those who've gone to the Hajj or if you've seen any documentaries about the tawaf, you see people when they finish one full round, because the round starts where? At Hajar al-Aswad, it's adjacent to Hajar al-Aswad, right? That's where the round starts. That's how you count seven rounds. You start at Hajar al-Aswad, you end at the black stone. So when you finish the first round, you see the pilgrims, they turn their face to the stone and they talk to the stone. They give their salam, Allahu Akbar. You say your salam to the stone and then you talk to the stone. Amanati addaituha. The covenant that Allah has placed on me, I have now conveyed it by worshiping God. You actually talk to the stone and say, witness for me that I have done my hajj. So now they wanted to erect the black stone and attach it and fix it to the Kaaba. There was an argument, which tribe is going to do that? Because now each tribe wants that honor to them. Because when you take the black stone and you put it on the Kaaba, that gives you superiority in Meccan society. That means you're in charge of Masjid al-Haram. You're closer to the house of God. So they started quarreling, fighting amongst themselves until they were, they were about to, it was about to erupt into a full-fledged war. They wanted to fight and kill each other. In fact, some of them dipped their hands in blood and they said, we'll not settle this. We will kill and fight until we get the honor of mounting the Hajar al-Aswad. Now, what happened at that point? At that point, right before the war erupted, we see that Abu Umayyah ibn al-Mughira, Abu Umayyah was the father of Umm Salama. Who's Umm Salama? Anyone know? Wife of the Prophet. She was one of the wives of the Prophet, one of the best wives of the Prophet. The best wife was Khadija, then Umm Salama. Umm Salama, her father, was present when he saw them about to fight. He's like, look, let's not fight. Whoever enters the Grand Mosque, the first person to enter the Masjid, let him be the judge. Whatever he decide, decides, we'll, we'll accept. They're like, okay, we agree to your suggestion. Who was the first person who entered? The Holy Prophet Muhammad He was the first person to enter. Remember, he was a young man at the, at the time, just a youth. He entered, they told him, okay, Muhammad, come and solve this crisis for us. The Prophet said, okay, you accept me as the judge? They're like, yes, we accept you as the judge. So he's like, get me a big piece of cloth a sheet, a big sheet. They're like, why? He's like, bring it, I'll tell you why. They bring a sheet, he takes the black stone, he puts it in the middle. Now the sheet has four corners, right? Four sides. He says, 
you the four main tribes, each tribe take, lift one corner of that, one side of that cloth, together let's carry it to the Kaaba and we'll put it on the Kaaba. They're like brilliant idea. That way we can all say we put the black stone and no one is going to act superior to the others and we'll end this controversy right here. So they loved the idea of the Prophet, so they all carried it and they went to the Kaaba and the Prophet once they raised the piece of cloth and the black stone was at the level of where it should be fixed on the Kaaba, mountain on the Kaaba, the Prophet, he himself, he took the black stone and he put it on the Kaaba. And everyone just agreed. No one said, hey, why are you the last person, you know, to take the black stone and put it on the Kaaba? And this actually shows and reveals the status of the Prophet. Even though he was the boy, you know, a young man, a teenager probably, not more than 20 probably, yet they had so much respect for him that everybody loved his idea and everybody was okay that he was the one who in the end he put it on the Kaaba. So that's very interesting that we see he really had a lot of respect.